Can you hear me? Yay, I can hear you. Yay, awesome. <laughs> How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm going and going. So it's weird when you go and it's a productive day, but I um I haven't been I haven't had time to reflect yet. So <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Well, this is a beautiful space to do that. Um so why don't you tell the listeners who you are? I am Litasha Howe. I'm a holistic lifestyle and fitness coach, and I help busy women lose weight, eating the foods that they love without stress out and burnout. Mm, love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, so what's, what's your methodology? On um, which part? The lifestyle part, the fitness, the eating? Um, I would say all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that it, it, it depends. So most people who come to me have issues, right? We mm-hmm. um, are trying to balance our life. You're trying to balance lifestyle, habits, work, relationships, um, social life, whatever it may be, being locked up during this pandemic. And so from an analytical perspective, what mm-hmm. I do is I listen to what your problems are and where you're at um, mentally, spiritually, um, emotionally, and physically. And then mm-hmm. from there, uh, you have to figure out what the problem is and what the root problem is. And I think that's where most people are lacking the knowledge mm-hmm. of is, um, again, let's just say weight loss. The reason why I say weight loss is um, many of us, um, whether you're fat, skinny fat, or you have the pudge, <laughs> you look <laughs> yourself butt naked in the mirror when you get out the shower and you're like, oh, I don't really like that. I don't really like how I look. And, mm. and mentally, it's I don't like how I look, so I should go to the gym or I should go on a diet. Most likely, the root cause of that is you're stressed out at work or you're having a hard time in your relationships or the kids are driving you nuts Mm -hmm. or you're traveling and you're enjoying life and you're just living life to the, to the limit (laughs) and you're just eating everything around. There's just a route to it. Um, Mm -hmm. So in addition to the fitness and the nutrition part, you have to deal with the other aspects of your life, hence the lifestyle aspect. Um, Mm -hmm. So holistically, I just analyze what the root causes are in your life and then fix it um, without stress. So it's just a little tweaking of your current systems. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, I love it. Um, how you almost take like a logistical approach to your methodology and you can take um, some of your background. I know um, in previous meetings, we've spoken about how you've worked um, as a um logistical engineer like you have that kind of brain so it's really cool that you can kind of take um that mental capacity and apply it in this way yeah like I literally just got off a call with somebody and it it was just that she I met her in a networking meeting and she literally goes to networks she networks Mm. she has her clients um in her request she was just asking the group um my energy I don't know where my energy is going and um it's being depleted somewhere, but I don't know where it's at. I make a lot of money. I'm good, but I don't understand where, if I'm burnt, she doesn't even know if she's burned out. She just doesn't know. So we got together and I was just like, well, it's because you're not measuring your energy. And she's like, what? I was like, you have an energy when you go into your meetings. Do you measure how you feel before you go into a meeting and when, how you feel when you leave? And she's like, well, how do I do that? And I say, like, put it in a spreadsheet. 
<laughs> like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, put it in the spreadsheet. No attachment, no judgment. Just log mm-hmm. your energy going in and out of these events and interacting with people. And then uh, after a few weeks, just measure it and see. And then it will jump out. For me, it jumps out at the spreadsheet. But wherever it is in your meditation, you would understand what you should and shouldn't do. A lot of people yeah. don't listen to their gut response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I feel like, you know, uh, scientists see the gut as like our second brain. There are definitely receptors down there. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm going to start using that. I'm like, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to weave it because I've used it on the health part. Wait, for sure. Yeah, your mind and gut are like so tied together, you know? Yeah, so true. So true. Um, so, so what's your story? Like what brought you into this line of work in the first place? Um, so I went through a major, um, transformation. There was some, um, issues that I ran to, um, long story short, I, I, there was some deaths in the family. Um, I went through a divorce and I went through a job layoff or a resource action where I had to make a decision whether I wanted to leave the company or not because of, um, acquisitions. Um. And so I found myself after a year. Um, like a lot of hits and I'm a really spiritual person. So I was just like, Mm -hmm. God, universe, what's going on? I know you're calling me right now because this Mm -hmm. is too much for me to handle. But I also know because of my faith that I, you know, whatever's thrown at me, I could handle it. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how to overcome it. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I'm trying to restore a relationship with somebody I loved um, and had to make a decision whether I want to continue this relationship. It, it, regardless if we're divorced, I had kids. I had to figure that out. I had to figure out work and money. I had to figure out the mourning of my family because we lost. I lost one of my cousins, and then we had more deaths. Uh-huh. And so it was just a lot to handle emotionally, yeah. if that makes sense. Totally. But my heart and soul go hand in hand. So my heart was really emotional, very healthy. But my spirit was like, we're going to get through this. It's, it, this is happening um, for you, not to you. Like, and so I needed to figure out how to balance the two. Um, so that's where my mental state came in, right? I'm very logical. And so mentally, I was just like, okay, what should we do? We need to start studying this out. What do we do when we're going through a lot? And the answer was self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just mm-hmm. as long as you self-care. Um, I'm a Christian, so uh, all the religions and all the uh, manifestors out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I am, we know that if we take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. it comes from, um, we have to come for us. We're busy taking care of um, other people. We're um, connecting with the universe, but the concept of feeding ourselves uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically is just not there. Mm-hmm. So I had to reevaluate myself and figure out where I was lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I put that in a spreadsheet. And um, to my surprise, mm-hmm. it was physical. Um, mm-hmm. I was fit ish <laughs> and i um i i was eating good ish i eat a little a little dirty i drink a lot of wine eat cake and <laughs> i was doing a lot of things but i was good i had already lost probably 40 pounds for my kids and so i started nice. my fitness journey and um the reason why i did that also was because at this point again i'm divorced and i have to share custody with my kids my Mm -hmm. ex was a bodybuilder so i started bodybuilding um just to connect with him and just to have something in common with him and to my surprise i went to competition and won fourth place so i found yeah i I, again i was doing this to be to balance myself out because i'm really strong mentally spiritually Mm -hmm. i needed to heal emotionally you know so when i just practice the self-care but I found this new 
purpose or mm-hmm. new part of my life. And I started to coach people, started to coach people on weight loss and teaching them my secrets on how I was able to like get to stage and get fit while I eat out. Right? I literally got to stage drinking wine, <laughs> literally, wow. <laughs> probably till three days before um, my weight loss journey. I've always kept cake and wine and sweets in my diet because it's what sustains me. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. always eat it in my 60s, 70s. And so I figured out the science on doing that versus if I go on a restrictive diet and I've tried all the diets, I've Mm. I've tried weight watches, keto, all all of them. I've just Mm -hmm. tried all of them. But what I do is I would eliminate my cake and my wine and I would lose the weight. But when I introduce them right back, I gain it. So this life balance back to the life balancing act, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I already was doing it because again, I was just tweaking the science you know it's mm-hmm. just a caloric deficit um I didn't right. deprive myself and that's how I fell in love with it so again that's what I started to do because my my friends and family was asking me how to get fit everyone that has come to me so far was dealing with some type of other stress factor right mm-hmm. as an engineer you know they're they're coming to me asking me how do I exercise how do I eat right my first question is why aren't you eating right? And why aren't you exercising? What's going on in your life that you're not mm-hmm. loving yourself? What's going on in your life that you're stressed out? What's going on in your life that you gain that weight? Straight um, up. There's always right? compounding circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. And, totally. and so again, uh, I was a project manager, engineer. I used, I, I'm a certified problem solver and that's what I do. People will come to me and say this, my software, this, and my customer, this, and my website, this, and they would tell me all of this. I, I unbiasedly, I just ask all the questions to get to the root of it. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't just solve the surface, right? Cause I True. would be fired. So likewise, as a coach, that's what I do with people is like, Hey, to be a great coach, I need to get to the root of your weaknesses, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Jordan or Tom Brady, they still needed coaches. Why? It wasn't because they weren't an excellent athlete. It's because the coach from a side, on the sideline, got to see what was going on. They got to see the whole play. They got to see the other actions going Mm -hmm. on. They're able to see like the big picture. Mm -hmm. Like that goes a long way, 100%. Um, So how long have you been a coach? I've been a coach for about four years now. And, and again, that's how I started is people started to come to me and I started dabbling into it. And I had one friend in particular, um, the, the, the turning point was, uh, again, I was going through my divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the research. So the story I'm not telling is I was in love. We were in love. Why did we fall apart? What's going on? Why is mm-hmm. the love like dissolving? And mm-hmm. so I started asking all my friends, not, hey, how's your marriage going? I was like, what's the dirt? <laughs> behind cultures, what's going on are you happy are you miserable and one of my friends um she was so relieved that somebody else cared about what was going on with her and we started talking oh, yeah. and I helped her in her marriage and it was weird because I was moving away from my marriage and I was helping her to her marriage and she kept on coming to me for questions like this okay. and this was happened and I answered it and then one day I remember um like the my divorce was about to finalize and she was coming to me I was like listen I need my friend to help me out in my divorce. <laughs> you, you, why you're so married and you have your kids? Like, why mm-hmm. you keep on coming to me? I'm not the proper person to come to. And she's like, "Shut up! You're <laughs> the only person that's really biased because I, I feel like a woman and I think like a man. So I really mm-hmm. helped her understand her husband. And she's mm-hmm. like, "You're the only person I can talk to, and you're really unbiased, and I trust your judgment. And you're really good at this." And so from there, I was like, "Maybe I should start coaching." 
Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Beautiful, mm-hmm. like transformation. And there was like a simultaneous transformation happening with you and your friend. And then you, you know, asked her like a question with like a dose of like tough love. And then she gave you the, the straight <laughs> story and you're like, hmm, light bulb, light bulb moment. <laughs> and I've been doing it most of my life. Right. So, again, I, I, I know I'm talking about weight loss. And again, I think the weight loss is because. Let's face it, after our 30s, we're, we're, we're done. We're, we're in our relationships. We're with the kids. We're in our job. And nobody taught us or trained us on how, to, unless your family did it or you're still an athlete, someone like me that used to be an athlete in college, how do you maintain? How do you continue the self-care? Um, there's not a system for that. And I don't understand the gym. I, I didn't grow up going to the gym like that, you know? So uh, I enjoy mother nature. I enjoy walks ish. I enjoy water and swimming, but how do you <laughs> keep this fat off? But again, the reason why I still held onto fat was because of my relationship, because of work, because mm-hmm. of my kids. Right. It, mm-hmm. And they're all intertwined. So that's, that's you know, true. Of it, everything is interconnected. Um, but it starts mm-hmm. off with self-love and self-care. I cannot agree with you more. Um, <laughs> what does abundance mean to you? <laughs> that's a trick question <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason why I say a trick I'll explain to you what I thought it meant and where it's moving to so abundance just I, I used to think of abundance um, in terms of being rich in money that's mm-hmm. what I originally thought it was um, and as I started my business so again I made a lot of money um, I was an engineer I was a project manager in a multi-billion dollar company and then now I'm doing life coaching and fitness coaching and mm-hmm. so my finances went down mm-hmm. and so I thought I wasn't abundant anymore because my finances went down mm-hmm. but as I sat down and looked around I was really abundant in love and support in the middle of my trauma I was abundant in my home I was abundant with love and care um, yeah. I was really abundant like uh, the town I live live in we, we even have a free list where we all, we, we just post stuff that we don't want, we're trying to get rid of. And it's really like, you could sell it. So a lot of people go on the list and take the free stuff and resell it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Wow. <laughs> um, Interesting. And, and I, um, if I really want something, I get it. Like it, but mm-hmm. I have to really, really, really want it. So I'm abundant at receiving. Um, and so today abundant means um, something that you're full of uh, and you love it. And it's, it's given to you with uh, unconditionally and a lot of access to it. Yeah, uh, totally. Sometimes it's not money. Like mm-hmm. I said, that's why I said it's a trick question. Sometimes it's not money, but mm-hmm. it's definitely tied to some energy, whether it's financial, whether it's love, whether it's joy, whether it's peace. Um, totally. means to me. Yeah, that's a great response. And there's so many, yeah, there's so many different ways to access abundance because I can recall feeling that way similarly. And then when you shift your mindset from not so much money mindset to more of just like focusing on like the blessings that are, you know, surrounding you right now in the present moment, then the money will come <laughs> paradoxically. <laughs> Isn't that great? And yeah. back to what, where, why I do what I do is, but who, ta- I went to college, I have a master's degree. Who taught us this? It was mm. not in any of my classes. Mom didn't <laughs> teach me this. It's yeah. not like, wait, this is, so you can imagine my teenage kids right now that want nothing to do with me, like talking to them, but I'm telling them mm. this and they're rolling their eyes. I was like, take this information it's gold (laughs) yeah I wish I had had that information when I was your age yeah (laughs) 
they're starting to catch on, but you know, I'm not That's cool good. anymore, but it's, it's, you know, I wish I understood this um, because it's not probably taught, if that makes sense, unless mm-hmm. your parents or the school that you go to or the people you hang around with are abundant as well. Right. It, I feel like, yeah, it's more like learn through just like life experience and mm-hmm. being willing to like change your attitude mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um. So I hate to play devil's advocate, <laughs> Uh-oh. but um, why should my listeners care about weight loss, health, wellness, and fitness? So uh, you don't, you, you don't have to care about it at all. If you, mm-hmm. you know, the test and the measurement is if you get out that shower and you look yourself butt naked in the mirror and mm-hmm. you're satisfied with what you look in, in the mirror, then you don't need to mm-hmm. um, today. Mm-hmm. But eventually, um, as you're getting older, it, it 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 doesn't matter how skinny you are. It doesn't matter how fat you are. Um, self-care and self-love is one of the quadrants to being successful in life. So if you care True. about longevity, if you care about your health, mm-hmm. uh, if you care about finances, even your money and your relationship, I do know no, for fact that. that the root of um, everything is the love that you have on yourself. Um, so even mm-hmm. like I said, to the skinny person, that's like, oh, I look fine. The question is, well, how are you doing em- mentally? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing spiritually? Um, can you elevate that? And if you are there, are you helping other p- people? Are you in your purpose? Uh, I, or are you being selfish in life? Again, it doesn't matter yeah. too much now, but as you, if, if you look at any interviews of people that are dying or people in nursing homes, th- the number one thing is to love more. To, mm-hmm. to have more peace, to have mm-hmm. more sex. Don't worry. Don't don't um, worry about the the uh, small things. Don't sweat the small stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the root of it is definitely self love and self care to be able to flourish in life. Yeah, I also agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's all like so interconnected, and I think like one of the the main gripes of uh, uh, generations that um, are a little older than ours is just like feeling lonely maybe mm-hmm. really isolated, especially in the pandemic. So the, the pandemic too, right? Um, yeah. I, I've had, I even had to start, like, again, I didn't, I'm not a, like this fitness coach, but a lot of my clients weren't moving. We were locked up and we didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. So I had to get on Zoom and get people to start moving <laughs> and lifting weights. <laughs> get creative, yeah. In, but, in, in home exercises, at home exercises. <laughs> But again, um, so you can understand what I do is they were coming to me like, yeah, I need to exercise because I'm gaining weight and I'm eating too much and I'm snacking. But I had a 30 minute exercise. And then afterwards, it was for 30 minutes. Like, let's just check in. Mm-hmm. It's the check in that everybody came to because afterwards, I'm like, so how's work? How's the children? How's the relationship? How do you want to kill people? And it was just a good venting place or exchange mm-hmm. support group. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, it's holistic. So. You, yes, you need to move, but it's also because you need to be nourished, you know, mm-hmm. and taken care of and you need the support and love. Um, and in many, of, many of us, um, we definitely love and definitely care for other people, but we're not in that community where we do receive. Or we are in that community where we're receiving enough, but we're not being fulfilled because we're not stepping into our purpose in life. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's the calling, you know, but mm-hmm. it does start off, you know, again, I've done the analysis. It does start off with your self-care, your self-worth, your gratitude in life, and um, the abundance that you live in. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. We're pre- preaching to the choir, <laughs> <Sister> Queen. <laughs> um, 
And it's weird because, you, like you said, I'd never, again, I'm a logical person. So it's weird that, again, this is pure, this came from pure logic. I'm not a woo woo person, <laughs> but I sound woo woo. But this <laughs> came from logic, writing it down, just yeah. journaling and you know, in what's weak, you know, and I, I log stuff in my spreadsheet and I'm like, whoa. Nobody told me this. My doctor has this information, right? The we, data we, doesn't we, lie. <laughs> the data does not lie. That's another one I'm putting in my books. Yes, for sure. <laughs> That's so interesting because I actually took a willpower psychology course at Harvard and we had to track everything um, in a spreadsheet, like our energy levels, our emotions. And yeah, you kind of see the statistical significance and it really lays things out for you and I know there's a number of apps you know like um, I think the insight meditation app mm -hmm. um, before you start every meditation session they um, prompt you to do a little check-in mm -hmm. how are you feeling today and then you can go back and look at all your check-ins and be like hmm, during this time of the month I was really sad why is that oh maybe because that time of the month was coming up <laughs> menstruation <laughs> emotions running haywire <laughs> <laughs> Who to thunk? <laughs> so there's even um, an app called Flow. It's really good, mm -hmm. but it, it's some um, nutritionists, health coaches. Um, I think there's a doctor in there, but they came up with this app where you actually, your nutrition is all around your cycle. So you measure your cycle and each week you should actually eat dif differently because you know when your time of the month comes. I'm sorry for the male listeners listening, but your <laughs> cravings go high. But if yeah. you measure it, you actually get to burn a little bit more calories during that time. But you <laughs> should eat differently depending on the, your phase of yeah, your that cycle. Makes That's, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it, you know, just like if you're following the phases of the moon. And uh, I know for me, because I have joint issues, there's mm -hmm. just different ways that you should be able to measure. But if you measure the data, it will just tell you, like you said. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and like also just like being like a visual learner. You know, I think both mm -hmm. you and I are visual learners. Um, I think I actually have multiple learning styles. I think that can be the case. I think you do as well. I think you're also a kinesthetic learner, hence the, yeah. the fitness and, and um, lifestyle coaching. Um, I feel like one thing that kinesthetic learners excel in is really like listening to someone and really hearing what they're saying and being, being like keenly observant of what's going on by just like paying attention to different subtleties, like changes in their voice, things of that nature. And that is like uh, kinesthetic intelligence. So yeah, it's really interesting to think about from uh, those implications. Um, so do you want to possibly lead us through a little mini thought exercise that you might with your clients? What would that uh, look like? A thought process. Um, it depends on what the uh, root problem or the need is. So um, mm. give me two seconds. Let me think about it. Okay. Um, so most people who do come to me are busy um, or they're stressed out or they're unbalanced in their life. And they okay. know that they need to take care of themselves in self-care, right? Mm -hmm. um, the first thing that... I ask is why, why do you need to um, take care of yourself? And um, it's called like the seven whys. So mm -hmm. I would at, continue to ask why and start let, logging the data. Why do you need to take care of yourself? Well, I have a um, the pudge. Why do you have pudge? Well, because I drink and I eat and I eat dirty. Well, why do you do that? Well, because I love um, my family and I'm love in a loving relationship and I, and um, COVID <laughs> stinks and I want to go out and I want to take out. Well, why mm. do you do that? Well, because um, I just want to um, enjoy the people around me. Why? 
well, because I'm afraid that they're going to leave me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, why? You're getting to like the deeper implications just by being like a curious five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why this? Why right? And so that, that is the, the reset phase of my program. So you want to be able to identify all the problems that are going on in your life. And that's mm-hmm. why we get stressed and overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, stress adds all this weight to you. But the mm-hmm. fun thing about it is it's your life. And so if you have all these stress factors, um, if you just believe that you're going to be able to take care of them and you're put in this situation, God in the universe is going to put you in the situation to handle them. You just need to figure out how you want to handle them, just like you would with your bills, just like you would at work, just mm-hmm. like you would with your relationships. Right. You just don't have a system in place to right. manage these life problems. Yeah, right? it's like a practical application can just mm-hmm. like make all the difference. And so the walkthrough with that, that's the number one thing that I would tell people to do is mm-hmm. why do you want to work on yourself and mm-hmm. really get to the root of the why? Because mm-hmm. that root is where you should start solving it. So I don't want you to start with exercise. I don't want you to start with nutrition. I want you to start with the number one thing that's blocking you from being the best version of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second thing is then you prioritize what's important to you. This one is a little bit harder because the priority, um, every time I do this, it's it oh I always shock myself because there mm-hmm. needs to be a priority. Um, mm-hmm. how we live ourselves throughout the week and how we work is not the priority list. And the items, if you guys have a pen and paper, is really important. I'm putting them in order. So the first thing you should do is yourself. You should have a connection with yourself spiritually. So whether uh, whatever you believe in, God, universe, source, Yahweh, it doesn't really matter. You should have that connection. It should be the primary thing you do. Even if it's for a few seconds, every day in the morning, you should have that connection. Why? Because it's the root of your abundance, the root of your finances, the root of your relationships. It's the root of your health. You would be able to move quickly when you make that connection. And then after that, you should be able to check in with yourself mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That'll be a lot easier by like starting with the first primary question and then like using the answers to that as like the basis for your motivation to answer the further questions and go deeper into your healing journey. Correct. But again, we have to start the day. Mm-hmm. What people do is they miss all of that and then they start hurting themselves throughout the day. So the goal would be to connect, even if it's five minutes with yourself when you're laying in bed, when you wake up and you prioritize that and make that a daily habit. And then afterwards, you have to decide what is next. Is it social media and your cell phone? <laughs> really, mm-hmm. it's not. It, but mm-hmm. that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We, we need to go and take it. What is the plan for the day? Is it your loved ones? But usually it is take care of yourself, love yourself. And the next priority is your loved ones, right? Or your mm-hmm. pets. And mm-hmm. then after that, the next decision is what's more important after that. Is it work? Is it your finances? And this is where it's tricky, right? It's a chicken and egg. But the order does matter because if your work is more important, then you should go to work. But if it's your finances, then back to your meditation is make sure you meditate on your finances and Mm -hmm. on your relationships and whatever you desire first before Mm -hmm. you go into work or that relationship. And again, the priority list is really important because we do things out of order and we really don't obey to our natural desires of our hearts, our spirituality. Mm-hmm. So that's the second thing. So first thing is to get to the root of what's stopping us from being the best version of ourselves. The mm-hmm. second thing is prioritizing our lives 
to way we want it to be, the way we design it, not the way it should be. Like I said, what I say should be is our work and social media draws us and our kids and then our finances and our pets, they pull <laughs> us into their systems, but we're not pulling them into our environment so mm. we can work and be better at who we are. Right. You can't give from an empty vessel. It's like you, next to impossible. <laughs> we do, I mean, we do. Like I'm, I've been a victim to that, right? It, it's yeah. really hard to... Um, tell somebody like, no, you know, tell your boss or tell your children or tell your spouse, like, no, I'm not going to do that. You need to come to me. And, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying to do it my way, but you need to work with me as mm-hmm. well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, lastly, which is where, where I come into coach, where people have difficulty is there needs to be a solution or system put into place. Uh, my pillars, just a brief is um, you should always um, be in a love energy the second thing is you should always design your design, mm-hmm. not not somebody else's design. You custom design your life, your wellness, your weight, <laughs> your exercise. You design it according to your lifestyle. Yes. The third thing is you flow. Um, mm-hmm. People don't measure flow. So that's where I come into places. As you're flowing, you should flow. You should know where the highs and the lows are, what's working, what's not working, but you're in this flowing. So this would be somebody who's on a diet and a nutrition plan. You should just flow and not be heads down. You should just flow without judgment. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you're going to come to a problem. Hey, I hung out with some friends and I overate and I drank too much or you know, I binge eat and I emotionally eat. And that's mm-hmm. where reset comes into place. That's my fourth pillar you need to figure out how you're going to reset because those problems are always going to happen. It's just human nature. So reset looks like you're not sabotaging yourself, but what you're doing is when a problem comes, I have immediately have a workaround and a solution in place. And then when that workaround and solution comes into place, the last thing is balancing because you're readjusting Mm because you have this new solution and you're like, I don't know what to do. So a good (laughs) example this week is I have somebody who just binge eat. They, they're doing intermittent fasting. That's their system. Mm-hmm. Um, they're overseas. They're in the military. And they just binge eat. And so the first thing is don't, don't, don't beat yourself up. It happens to everybody. <laughs> and then do the whys. Why did you binge eat? What are you doing emotionally? And it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with her nutrition. It has a, a lot to do with her personal life. Yeah. So the balancing is when you binge eat, you need to figure out what the alternative is. Obviously, everybody says, well, when you binge eat, you should eat healthy or whatever. And I'm like, no, yes, we're going to figure out how to eat healthy, but you also need to deal with your personal life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'd rather you binge eat and work on your personal issues first, and mm-hmm. then the binge eating would automatically be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that has to do with the balancing because most people mentally think that I need to stick with this diet. I need to stick with this nutrition. I need to stick with this meditation where your, your meditation exercise and food is not supporting solving the root of the problem that's going on with you. Exactly. So really important. If that you got to kind of um, speak to the problem, not the cure. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. So um, what are some direct action steps my listeners could take right now today to achieve better health and wellness? Um, I just walk you through everything. But if I were to say one thing, it would be the evaluation. So evaluation would be one, what is your goal? It's really important to understand what your goal is and the root of it, right? So what is the goal and the root of it? And then you you could do this in five minutes. I would just sit, let's just say I want to lose weight. That's easier, right? Mm -hmm. I want to lose weight and I want to um, start exercising three days a week. 
Mm-hmm. Let's just say something like that. What you would do is you would sit down and do this in the morning and you would ask yourself, how do I feel about going mm-hmm. to the gym? And be mm-hmm. really honest with yourself. No judgment, no shoulds or obligations, but how do you feel about this? And the second thing is, what do you think about going three times? Is it achievable mentally? Mm. And then um, you ask yourself physically, physically, am I able to do exercises? And am I physically able to take classes? Can you physically drive to this place and mm-hmm. exercise? Mm-hmm. And then lastly, morally, do you believe that this is going to be beneficial for you? Do you, is it this a, coming from a place of should, or is it a, a belief system? Mm-hmm. Once you're really honest with what yourself, no, none, what you should do, but where you're honest with yourself, you should just evaluate what's off. And the reason why I say evaluate what's off, because something is going to be off and mm-hmm. you would speak an affirmation to yourself to help you boost away. What I mean by off is um, usually it's emotionally. Somebody would be like, yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to work out. But emotionally, it's like, I'm going to feel embarrassed trying to move weights, especially the females. Like, I don't know what I, I'm clueless. I don't know what to do. I don't know what class to sign up. That's a really right. Honest so it's like intimidating it. at first. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so now that you did that evaluation, again, back to the systems is, all right, we identify a problem. So before you go to the gym, you probably should figure out, um, talk to a trainer or um, look up the class schedule. But there should be a plan before you walk through the doors. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be a problem solving after you walk through the doors and you're in the middle of a gym and you're clueless of what to do. Right. Exactly. Your time. Yeah, but you you do that every time I'm going on this diet, I'm going a lot of people are doing like keto or intermittent fasting. Again, Mm -hmm. before you go and start this diet, I would ask you ask yourself, how do I feel about this? What what is going on mentally? What's going on spiritually? What's going on physically? Before I start that, what are any problems that I would run into? Mm -hmm. Make sure I address that first before I begin this journey. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I'm reminded of, you know, being in like a similar situation where like, maybe a friend invited me to do hot yoga. I don't think I would ever go to a hot yoga class on my (laughs) own. But that um, peer pressure, I guess, or just like that uh, buddy system or accountability um, from like an external source really does um, help. Um, And then if you're just doing it on your own, like you said, looking at what your motivation is so that, you know, um, instead of just like blindly saying, I'm going to the gym, and then you go to the gym, and you feel very out of your element, because you didn't do the necessary footwork beforehand, then you're like, Oh, I don't like this. This is not a comfortable situation. I'm never going back here again. You know, I feel like a moron. What am I doing here? Just the inner judge just has their way with everything because none of that um, pre work, pre prep, mind prep was done. (laughs) And yep. even for me as myself, right? So it happened to me again. And I, again, I, I'm trying to do this uh, for myself on a weekly basis, but I go to the gym and I have my accountability partner. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. So last Sunday, I went to the gym, but I did it. I'm doing a reset on my workout. So my workouts wasn't complete. So I'm going mm-hmm. and my friend is moving weights. And I usually follow her, but I ha- I forgot that I didn't. I had to switch my <laughs> workouts around. So that was the first thing that I didn't do. And the second thing is I socialized at the gym. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I didn't um, put a time restriction on where I would be. There's a pool outside and it was hot. And so we ran into a friend. Uh, and because I didn't 
have any obligations. We just sat and we just lounged, which was great. Yeah. But, but emotionally, there was a little guilt in there. Mm. And I'm trying to not work with guilt, if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's something minor, but I didn't know how long I should stay. My friend left, right? We ran into another friend too. Mm-hmm. My friend one left already. And I'm really having a great time with this friend. But my emotionally, I because I didn't set a time, I didn't know what to do emotionally, but I was enjoying uh, my time. And you could understand I wasn't really present with her because I was like, I need to figure out and evaluate when I should leave this gym. When do I leave this gym? I- <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do a two second meditation, like mm. how long? And I was just like, oh, let me just enjoy this time. I haven't seen this friend in a long time. Let me enjoy this time with you. Don't worry about it. But had I done that work be- ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, just say, hey, I'm going to this gym. The time is ahead of me. We're going to just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have that guilt or in that anxiety. In that oh, process. gotcha. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And so like just being able to take those two seconds, you know, just to like self-evaluate and self-reflect mm-hmm. and be like, oh, hey, this is actually really cool. What's happening? Reconnecting, reuniting with someone very serendipitously. And I'm just going to like allow for that space to occur and flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that so much. Um, So do you have any um, freebies or any free offers that my listeners could um, check out to find out more about working with you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I do have one. It's called the five secrets to ultimate weight loss. Um, I do go through my pillars and, and it's a worksheet to help you go through um, my secrets. And these would help you specifically get to weight loss. Um, but customize a program for yourself. Um, and again, for all Very the listeners, cool. this is not, hey, meal plan, gym exercise. This is a very holistic way for you to be able to lose weight um, with your lifestyle, with COVID, with <laughs> being locked up, with your busy schedule, especially if you're really busy and you're stressed out and you don't have time, this would be perfect for you because I walk you through step by step on what you should do to start putting a place in a plan into place now and switch your lifestyle around into um, next year. Amazing. Well, we'll go ahead and put a link for that in the show notes. And um, what are your socials? Where can listeners um, find out more about your daily life? Sure. I I am on Instagram. Um, It is coach Latasha. That is L E T A S H A. I'm also on Facebook. I, you can look me up as Latasha Howe. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been a wonderful interview. I've, I feel like I've learned so much. And, um, you know, one of the things you were mentioning previously about just like setting that daily routine and starting the day off and looking at what your priorities are. Um, for me personally, I love to really make sure that before I get on any kind of electronic devices to really Mm -hmm. take a moment to center myself and, and commit to that daily meditation practice, because it just makes a world of difference and working remotely and not feeling so burned out because you took those necessary steps for self care to start the day. Uh, Exactly. I I love that. And I've been working from home for a decade Mm -hmm. um, and I'm busy with two kids. Um, even if you do it for five minutes uh, and just make sure you do it habitually every mm-hmm. single day, 
I've quantum leaped my finances. I've quantum leaped my relationships. I've I've moved really fast. Other days, if I don't do it, I'm really <laughs> moving so slow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can relate <laughs> so much. And I'm like, oh, if only I had taken my own advice, but I was so rushed this morning. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. excuses. <laughs> Me too. I would do it. So, yes, you know, it is, it is so important. Thank you for sharing. I go through oh, it yeah. all the time. Yeah, I think um I, I think you know everyone who's listening they're they're very self-aware individuals but they're also highly empathic. So I feel like personally when I don't take that time for self-care, I can just like pick up on everybody else's emotions and feel really uncentered really easily. Like someone's in the room crying and I walk into the room and I'll start crying and I'll have no idea why. <laughs> But then when you take that time and space for yourself, you can <clears throat> maybe walk into that situation and instead of <laughs> joining the <laughs> crying, you're like, what's wrong? And actually like hold space because, you know, you've taken that time and self-care for yourself. So you can really hold space for others in a way that's going to be really meaningful versus just like <laughs> one in <and> all. <laughs> <laughs> can I share one more advice? You of just course. Yeah. So I didn't really like, yes, I'm very empathic. This was another um, tip that I did. And again, I'm talking to those who are super busy. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yes. You know, it, it sounds good, but I don't have time because you're stressed out or you're going through a major trauma in your life. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I did that has held ground for years now, okay, mm-hmm. is I'm showering, but this is a different way of showering. I'm talking about the day where you're waking up late, the alarm clock goes off, you have to rush out of the house. I still make sure I jump into the shower. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're an empath, you know why, like you jump into the shower at least three minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you have three minutes, you just turn on the shower. And um, this is one of the best exercises that I do is I would turn on the shower and the shower really washes when you imagine a shower washing Mm -hmm. through everything, Mm -hmm. even the stress. So for three minutes, don't worry about being late or whatever. For three minutes, you're just saying, all right, I'm just giving to myself and you go right into yourself and into your body and imagine all the stuff all the issues and all the stress is being washed away and then i'll just do a mind body heart and soul so the people who do chakras they they understand it but this is a simple way because again my mind is like i don't have time i don't want to think so i start (laughs) from the head and just say mentally clear it out i'm I'm not worried right now i'm just giving space for myself i'm giving space to love myself and Mm -hmm. then if you move down to your heart you know we just say this is the time for me to love myself and self-care and so exert, think of something that's really loving and really um, high in vibration, whether mm. it's your kids, whether it's food, sometimes it is for me, <laughs> whatever, imagine <laughs> yourself in a tropical beach, it doesn't really it, it yeah. like something that's loving, right? Yeah. And then, of course, you go down, um, if you want to go to your root chakra, what I would do is just body. I would grab the soap and I would start washing myself off and just imagine just like washing off the dirt off your body. And then after that, you would just sit and say, is there anything else I need to expel from here? Sometimes I would have to scream or yell or cry. It doesn't really matter. But the goal is just to wash off from a mind, body, heart, soul perspective for Mm -hmm. three minutes and then wash up and then get back on the day. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, What that does, it, it helps the reset. I love that um, so pillows. much. It's just a reset and it's a requirement to put yourself first Mm -hmm. before you let the the day take ahead of you right yeah no that Um, totally makes sense it's like ritualizing like the start of your day Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, 
and even if it's like you come after work, right? So like I said, it doesn't, it, but it just needs to happen in the day. Like some of us mm-hmm. will, like it just, it, I, I prefer it in the morning, but let's just say you just forgot about it, right? We mm-hmm. forget to meditate. We forget to read. We forget to pray. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. when you come home before you start dinner, before just do it, like just do it <laughs> yeah. um, and just put yourself first. And so the requirement would be, is there a time out of the day? I don't care. There's 24 hours in the day. You definitely have three minutes, five mm-hmm. minutes to give to yourself give it to yourself. And if you want to expedite it as an empath is wash it off. And mm-hmm. it symbolizes a lot. Totally. That's helpful. But oh, yeah. yeah, that's super helpful for me. I think for the listeners as well, I feel like um, a lot of my listeners, um, they're also entrepreneurs, you know, and they're just, you know, seeking to cultivate their biggest dreams. But when you're your own boss, sometimes that comes at a price, right? And we really have to learn how to like you said, prioritize the things that matter the most to us in life. And then also like, look at like where we're spending our time and how Mm -hmm. that time is being spent. And then, you know, you and I are both a part of um, Maria Wentz program, the get clients now program. And she has these um, things called IGAs um, Mm -hmm. income generating activities. And as you were speaking about the pillar of um, uh, finance, if, if, um, if that is one of your priorities, then really focus in on those IGAs, but making sure to, like you said, do that shower ritual or do that meditation ritual to start the day. Otherwise those IGAs could be tiresome or, or daunting or demotivating, you know, like (laughs) our brain is like a little toddler sometimes, you know, like, Oh, was that a fun activity? I want to do it again. Oh, it was, that was not a fun activity. Don't make Mm -hmm. me do that again. Please don't. No, 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 no. (laughs) And so the reason why I end up coming out with that is exactly that is that we, we have a lot of, all of us, we're smart enough. We have all these tools. And like Mm -hmm. you said, we're doing income generating activities. We're in love relationships. We're working, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. but we go to one tool, right? So, you know, we're going to a meditation or we're going to an emotional practice or we're going to physical, like Mm -hmm. it's so compartmentalized. But if you could be able to find a routine that's holistic to Mm -hmm. make sure everything um, is ignited in you, you would be able to calm down. It's this data that supports this. Totally. That's important. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, this has I been such this. a great conversation. <laughs> I know. I feel like I could talk to you forever. <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> Perhaps we met in a past life and this is just a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time. And um, you mentioned at the very start of this interview that you needed a space to self-reflect. So maybe this provided a soundboard for that. oh it did for sure I loved it for sure excellent (laughs) awesome well let's keep in touch and um, this episode will be out at the end of the month uh August let me look at my calendar it will be August 28th awesome yeah all right well I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we will talk soon Talk to you later. Okay. Bye, hon. Bye. Bye.